Welcome to the Encouragement Cafe with Luann and Friends, where the conversation is always hot and fresh. Comfort food for your soul is always on the menu, and friends are close enough to hug. Pull up a chair. We've been waiting just for you. Welcome to Encouragement Cafe. I'm Luann Prater. And I'm Rachel Olson. And you know, Rachel, we are so crazy and not perfect, and yet we have so much to celebrate every single day. Because God is good all the time, whether we are in our right mind or our left mind. You know what I'm saying? I live out of my left mind. I do know. (laughs) (laughs) Well, Psalm 145.7 says, They celebrate your abundant goodness and joyfully sing of your righteousness. And, you know, I was singing with my daughter uh, recently because her oldest went to kindergarten. And it was such a big deal. And honestly, I've forgotten how exciting that moment is when kids start school for the very first time. And so she was celebrating and she actually stalked the school bus. She drove behind the school bus all the way to school. And every time it it stopped to pick up a kid, she would snap a picture and she said, okay, I admit it, I am stalking the school bus. But, you know, she was celebrating and singing and loving that her little girl was finally off on this brand new milestone of life. That is exciting, particularly when it is the first one to go off to school. Um, That's sort of an exciting. For me, I found then when the last one goes off to school, um, it's an it's an entirely different sort of excitement. Uh, you know, now it's, oh, you know, now I have the hours from eight to two um, with no one in the house. Uh, you know, so then and, and no babies left. Right. No more diapers and toddlers. And but I remember, too, when when my oldest went off to uh, to school for the first time, it was exciting. She also had a dream. She was excited to go to school. She's an extrovert and wanted to meet the friends. What she most wanted was to ride on that school bus. Now, later in life, she said uh, the school bus was the worst part of school. School bus was terrible. She said, I don't know why I wanted to get on that school bus so bad, but that was what she looked forward to. So the night before she went to school for the very first time, she had a nightmare. And this was her nightmare. Her nightmare was that I put her and her younger brother in the car and I drove them to the mall and I parked our our minivan um, in front of the mall and I told them, I'll be right back. You wait here. Now, let me just pause in the story a second to say I have never left my young children in the car while I went in the mall. <laughs> this was Elena's nightmare. <laughs> so so that's what I say to her. And then I go into the mall and I leave her and her little brother in their little car seats in the van by themselves. And then she, she oh. sees some scary looking man who comes over and climbs into the driver's seat of the car and starts to drive off. And she says she saw me coming out of the mall, watching them drive off, and that I did nothing to stop them. And she woke up screaming and crying. So terrible nightmare. Which just shows the, you know, every moment, the exciting ones, even the ones that you look forward to, somewhere in your subconscious, there's also sort of a fear, right? That was her fear of leaving home or leaving mommy, the safety of mommy, or, um, you know, I don't know what's going to happen when I get into this minivan slash uh, school bus driven by someone else. So, um, (laughs) 
you know, it's just funny. All these milestones, wow. which is probably so, you know, your daughter was probably following that school pus in one part excitement and in another part, oh, I can't let her go. What happened? What about she's not going to be safe? You know, it's like that. <laughs> it's this, It's the left and right brain, right? We're living out of both sides at the same time. Exactly. And that's how milestones are in our life. And I'm, you know, I know that there are just a multitude of milestones that we can all look at and say, oh yeah, I remember that one. Like my husband, when he turned 62, he was ecstatic. And most people would say, why in the world would you be so excited at age 62? Because younger people think that that's just like the end. But to him, it was the beginning. It was the beginning because he got to retire and do all the things that he had looked forward to his entire life. It was a milestone, and, and he celebrated that big accomplishment where he had put in all those years of hard work and now was able to celebrate. So today we want to celebrate with you over the milestones in your life and the different ways that sometimes they can be trials and triumphs and tragedies, but through it all, We know that God says he is good all the time and we can have a song in our heart. We can sing the joyfulness of his goodness because he's right there with us through every single milestone. I was reading just this morning in my devotional. I have a devotional called A Year with C.S. Lewis. Uh, daily readings from his classic works, and I love C.S. Lewis's writing. So what you were just saying, that these milestones that come across, these things in our life, some of them are trials, and some of them are triumphs, and some of them are tragedies, but through it all, uh, there's sort of a through line of God's goodness and things that we have to celebrate. So let me just read you this paragraph that was in my devotional this morning by C.S. Lewis. Um, he, He says, the Christian doctrine of suffering explains a very curious fact about the world we live in. The settled happiness and security which we all desire, God somewhat withholds from us by the very nature of the world. But joy and pleasure and merriment he has scattered about, he has broadcast. We are never safe but we have plenty of fun and sometimes even escapism. It's not hard to see why. The security we crave would teach us to rest our hearts in this world and that would oppose an obstacle to our return to God. A few moments of happy love, a landscape, a symphony, a merry meeting with friends, a warm bath, a football match have no such tendency to be obstacles to our return to God. But our Father refreshes us on this journey with some pleasant ends. Mm. By ends, he says, (laughs) (laughs) I-N-N-S. So he says, don't, he doesn't want us to encourage these pleasant ends uh, for our eternal home, right? But he does want us to stop and rest in these ends and take refreshment uh, because life can be hard and it can be long. So I kind of like these uh, times when we have an, a retirement party or even an over-the-hill party. Remember when that was popular to throw someone a like a 40th or a 50th birthday with the black balloons that say over the mm-hmm. hill, which sounds like an mm-hmm. insult, mm-hmm. you know, but nonetheless, it's still, it was celebrating a milestone and it was still meant to be fun. And um, just all the different ways that we celebrate the, the pieces of our lives, creating those celebrations is kind of like entering in one of those pleasant ends, <laughs> pleasant bread and breakfast that God has scattered throughout life for us to stop and uh, 
kind of take stock of what is good and to to take joy and, and celebrate. You know, I love the milestones of life. And with my kids, as they were growing up, we had different milestones that we set up so that they would have something to look forward to. We never gave our kids everything. We just said, okay, there are different times in your life when you will receive or earn this milestone. And I remember at age nine, it was a bicycle, a brand new bicycle, not a hand-me-down from your brother, sister, cousin. It was a brand new bicycle. But you had to kind of work to achieve half of it before your birthday because bicycles are kind of pricey. And so we would we would have different jobs and different things for them to do to help earn their bicycle because we thought and we saw come to life that if they had half of their work and sweat equity into that bike, they took better care of it and they would wipe it down and not let it get rusty and they they just valued it more. And so that milestone was something that the younger kids then would watch their older brothers and sisters go, wow, I can't wait until I'm nine and I get that milestone. And then when it was 11, it was a pet. You could pick whatever pet you wanted and that could be your pet, but you had to prepare for a year in advance. And that meant you had to buy, if it was a bedding or if it was uh, the save up for the shots they were going to need or the collars and the food and the cages or whatever your pet was, you had to prepare a year in advance before your 11th birthday. And then we would go pick out your pet. And so we had everything from dogs and cats and rabbits and birds and uh, hamsters and everything in between, but it was a milestone. And so we would have a big celebration every time the kids would have a milestone. And maybe in your life right now, you're looking around and you say, wow, I don't do a lot of celebrating. I don't stop and do what C.S. Lewis says. I don't, I don't enjoy and savor the moments when I could look at this and say, wow, I want to just rest in this moment and celebrate how wonderful this part of my life right here, right now is, because I will never pass this way again. And so I want to I want to just lock that memory in and say, God, you are so good. And it's so joyous and abundant life that you've given me is beyond what I ever imagined. But sometimes, Rachel, we have to actually purposely look for those milestones because they can slip right by and we don't even notice. I was thinking as you were talking about your kids and, you know, the age at nine when they got the bike and the age 11 when they got the pet and how they would look forward to those milestones. I know for myself, I didn't, I was not allowed to get my ears pierced until I turned 12. And so I set the same rule for my daughter. Um, which, you know, she thought was going to kill her, the fact that she had to wait till she was 12, because, you know, she showed up in kindergarten and half the class had their ears pierced already. And, you know, she was like, what? Um, But, you know, it did make turning 12 special. Um, But so I was thinking as you were discussing those things, how young, early in life, you know, when we're younger, mm-hmm. there do seem to be a lot of milestones, right? When uh, when we turn 15 and we can get our learner's permit, when we turn 16 and we can get our license, you know, when we turn 17 or 18 and we can get our first job. My, my son's gotten his first job this summer. Um, 
you know, all, all when we turn, you know, 18 and we're, we're legally adult, all these things, you know, we, we, we get married usually somewhere in our 20s oftentimes. And, there, you know, then we, we have kids oftentimes shortly after that. There, the front part of life seems loaded with a lot of milestones to celebrate and to look forward to. Um, the, the latter part of life seems to have fewer of those. So I think we do have to look for those moments that, um, as C.S. Lewis said, God has sort of scattered uh, pleasure and, and joy throughout, uh, throughout this world and throughout this life. And I think we have to create them. I've seen trending lately people that have taken pictures of themselves, couples that have taken pictures of themselves as their kids are leaving the nest, <laughs> maybe going off to college, maybe going off on their first job, and they're, they've got their little chalkboard sign, and they're saying, "Woohoo, <laughs> we are finally empty nesters, and they're celebrating that. So no matter what part of life you're in, and I think of our friend Jay, who is our producer of this show, he has been celebrating milestones as more and more radio stations have picked up his new uh, Simply Timeless show, and it's so much fun to celebrate with him. So whatever milestone is happening in your life, recently my husband's was catching a fish, and he wanted pictures of that fish so that he would never forget that particular day, that particular fish, and how much he's blessed by being able to just walk to the water's edge and throw in his line. And I know he's caught a lot of fish in his lifetime. So that says something special to me that he still has the desire to celebrate and kind of mark and enjoy each one. And, and you know, I think that's what we're talking about today. It's discovering the milestones in our lives and saying, okay, some of them have not been great. I remember at age 45, I thought that year could not get by quickly enough because it was the hardest year I can ever remember. There were a lot of things, a lot of stressful things going on in my life. Uh, and, and I just remember crying a whole lot and wondering if the sun would ever shine again and if I would ever come out of that, that place that dark place of feeling like I was alone and I, I just felt pressure from all sides. I was a mom, also a daughter of an aging parent, and I just felt the weight of the world on my shoulders at age 45. But I remember turning 46 and I remember saying out loud to myself, this is a new year and I refuse to continue feeling like it's always going to be this way because I know God has more in store for me. And I, and I chose to look at life at that moment the exact way that Psalm 145, 7 tells us, to sing in joyfulness, you know, because God is good all the time. And so, Rachel, I just started singing like Almost every day, I just started singing. I cranked up the radio, and I refused to let life get in the way of my milestone of happiness. And what I found was that it just kind of changed my outlook. It changed my 
my demeanor. It changed everything because all of a sudden I was celebrating the change in me. I think birthdays are a great time for that, as well as New Year's. That's why I love New Year's. It's a, just an opportunity to sort of make a fresh start, to sort of draw a line in the sand and say, this is going to be better than that. Um, but, you know, for me as a school teacher, back to school time is that too. It's a, it's a new year of, of another sort uh, for me each, each August as I start a new school year. I am a proponent of celebrating milestones and marking the passage of, of time with, uh, with rituals like, um, like taking the pictures of your kids. You know, you see it all over social media, the child's handing, you know, ha holding the sign first grade, you know, second grade, third grade, you know, marking all of that. Even though, interestingly, I'm a big proponent of all of that, I have been terrible at that in terms of back to school with my own kids. I think maybe twice have I ever posted pictures of of them you know and what they looked like on their first day of school I'm not sure why that is maybe it's because I'm a teacher and I'm, I'm I'm distracted by my own school year starting I don't know but um, that's something I want to get better at well you know it's funny because we have a tendency to see what other people have done and then we're like "Ooh, I wish I would have done that Ooh, good idea I it, but in this show today is not about making you feel like oh we should do that. It's about finding the things that we really already are doing and celebrating those milestones, those things that, that God has blessed us with in our life. Maybe you started a new job. You know, my daughter is on cloud nine because she just accepted a new position. And so she is celebrating that milestone and she is enjoying and, and grasping every moment of happiness out of the day because she's saying, okay, this is a brand new beginning. So milestones and celebrating them are all about recognizing what's happening in your life and then just enjoying it. There are milestones for each and every one of us if we just look at them and celebrate them. Recognizing them is a big one. So, Rachel, what have you celebrated recently that's a milestone in your life? Well, my son got his first job um, as, a, as a teenager, so and that was at the beginning of July, and so we definitely celebrated that. Um, I have a, a good friend who... Um, got a small little vacation home that's near me. I live at the beach and she doesn't live here. And so she signed that, you know, that mortgage for this little vacation home thing that was going to be nearby me and we were going to see more of each other. So we got together and celebrated that, you know, to, to us, that's going to be a new era in our life when we get to see each other more often because she lives far away. So um, in July, uh, which was, you know, the last month that I, I just came out of, that's what I was celebrating. Um, now it's back to school time for me. So that's what I'm celebrating now. And um, also fall. Back to school equals fall to me, even though it's 90 degrees in my beach town at back to school time. Um, so I did buy, um, I just bought some uh, pumpkins and um, some orange uh, fall colored glasses. So yes, right now, if you came into my kitchen, my table is set. It looks so cute and it's all fall themed. So 
that's my that's my attempt to start <laughs> celebrating fall, even though, like I say, it's Yay. 90 degrees and it's sunny. But around here, um, cold temperatures don't really arrive until November. So if I wait until it's cold to start doing fall, I won't. I, I go right from summer to Christmas. <laughs> well, you know, I love the way that you embrace all the new changes in the seasons, even though you are in a tropical area. I mean, you do experience cold, but you embrace it. And that's what we're talking about today, celebrating those milestones. You know, this year for me is a huge year. I I turned the big 6-0. And so we started out the beginning of this year with a cruise and went to Florida. And we've been, I've been to New York City and went on a big family vacation to Williamsburg. We're getting ready to do Alaska with some dear friends of ours. I love celebrating milestones because I get to see a lot more country. I love to travel. And so for me, celebrating is where can I go next? And so Alaska is going to be a huge milestone for me. It's the 50th state on my list. I have seen every state except Alaska. So this is a big, big milestone celebration. So expect to see a whole lot of pictures from this crazy woman. Well, I might be driving behind you like your daughter behind the school bus because <laughs> I want to go to Alaska too. <laughs> oh, that's awesome. I am so looking forward to it. I, I always wanted to do it, but we we're going with some friends and uh, he wanted to make sure that we like weren't on a cruise the whole time. He wants to get out and, you know, hike the trails and do all of that. So we're doing a, a cruise land tour. And I think what a great way to just kind of top off this big 60th year to just go to Denali National Park or Mount McKinley, as they used to call it. And and see God's wonders, you know, and say, God, you are good. And you do give us many, many reasons to celebrate every day, whether we're going on a huge trip or we're watching our young one take off on their first school bus trip. Life is all about milestones. And along the way, we're going to have some trials, some triumphs, and some tragedies. But God says... He is good through it all, and we can sing about his joyfulness and sing about the goodness in our lives and let others see God shining through us in the milestone moments. Yes, you know, I think about Ecclesiastes where that beautiful poetic passage talks about there being a time for everything under the sun, you know, a time to laugh and a time to cry and a um, you know, a time to work and a time to rest, a time to mourn, all of those things. And, um, I, you know, celebration is one of them. And, you know, there are certain things like, I don't know, perhaps Christmas that the culture celebrates that will in some ways force us to acknowledge it. Although sometimes we kind of do our own bah humbug and we don't participate in it. But, um, you know, the, the fact of the matter is, is no one is going to make you celebrate but you. It's a choice that you have to make to look for the good, look for what is noteworthy, what is praiseworthy, and to sing those praises in that time. All right, so it's a charge for all of us to go discover our milestones this week. May the God of hope give you the courage to encourage others. We'll see you back here next week. 
Thanks for joining us today at Encouragement Cafe with Luann and Friends, where women gather, friends laugh, and hearts mend. Let's continue our conversation. Hop online when you get a chance to sit down and breathe at EncouragementCafe.com. Remember, this is God's ministry, so we ask for your prayers as we reach out to women in Jesus' name. We'll see you back here next week where we fill you up one cup at a time.